Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, you're listening to Shag Married Annoyed with me, Rosie Ramsey, and my lover, he's still my lover, Chris Ramsey. <laughs> oh, I hope people have heard the old episodes, otherwise that's just creepy and weird. What, you are my lover? Now stop saying it. My lover from another mother. That's horrible. That's... Does that work? Lover from another Yeah, that well, kind of does. Well, it was brother from another mother, so yeah. you are my lover from another mother. Yeah, but that implies that your normal lovers should be from the same mother. That, impli- that implies you... that your your basic setting is, your default setting is incest, but you've went the other way. Great. That's what that Chris, implies. This is the intro, and you're talking about incest. Well, but... <laughs> why? We you... are never getting any more awards for you this podcast. You technically talked about incest first. That wasn't me. You did it. You you implied with that little saying that you cobbled together there, just because it rhymed. There we go. That's what, that's what you did. Can we please carry on? Yes, we can. Obviously. It is episode 63. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, you absolute beauts. Uh, and it is time, without further ado, for this week's lucrative, lucrative, lucrative lockdown sponsor. Are these ever going to end? Uh, do you want money to end? <laughs> do you not like lucrativity? Lucrativity? I don't know. Do you I not mean, like lucrative stuff? I love, mate, are you kidding us? Right? Love lucrative. This makes... Nada. Shut up. Nothing. Stop it. Great. Lies. Right, just crack on. Just the quick I'd get. This week's it. lucrative, lucrative lockdown Ooh. sponsor is Jeans. Yeah. Hey. Remember jeans? No. Remember putting them on? Eh? Oh, hey. Oh, look at them. Oh, haven't got them out the cover for a while. Oh, nice pair of jeans. Even though it's locked down, pull a little pair of jeans Oh, I don't like the feel of them. Oh, they're restrictive. Ooh, mm. why am I wearing them? Did I wear these all the time? Oh. Joggers back on. I don't miss jeans. jeans. The, the, well, hey, very cleverly, you've you've done the slogan there. Hey, Is jeans. It... <laughs> I don't miss them. That's I bet it. there's a lot less thrush going on. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? You get thrush off jeans? Well, it just depends. If it's a bit hot and sweaty. But... I used to get thrush quite... Like, okay. <laughs> I think, uh, think you've just got to do it. I think you've just got to do it. Fanny, play the jingle. <laughs> it's, got, it's not to do with dirt. Dirty we'll fanny. talk about this off air. Okay. Next week's sponsor, Dirty Fanny. <laughs> Next week's sponsor. So in the, in the intro, in the intro, we have hit incest and dirty fannies. Welcome to Shag Married Annoyed. Here's the jingle. We had a fight about the jingle, jingle. We couldn't settle on a jingle, jingle. So this is the jingle, jingle. We hope you like the jingle, jingle. Go. Babadoo, 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 ba. Jingle. Jingle. 
and welcome back to our podcast, which um, gives me nightly anxiety, <laughs> thinking about all of the weeks <laughs> where I've talked about fannies, especially my own. Great. Do you not do... You don't do that, you see. I, I don't normally awake. talk about my fanny, no. I keep it to myself. No, I like... Now that we are on a lot of million of downloads, Good. millions of downloads, wrote <laughs> yeah. a book, etc., etc. <laughs> a lot of million. No, I just... Sometimes I think... Oh, remember when I said that on the podcast that I didn't think would do very well. Oh, Rosie, Great. I get sent tweets and stuff of things I've said and, and people reference stuff and I just think I, I can't remember saying that. Half the stuff, because I don't listen. So to let you behind the curtain, dear listener, we do we, we do quite a lot. We record a little bit more than what you hear. Not, not loads, but a little bit more. And some stuff gets left out and some stuff gets left in. I don't listen to it back because mm. I'm an arsehole. I don't listen to it back. I, I never watch I me stand agree. up. I don't proofread anything I've done. Uh, Rosie listens to it back, and I I don't know what's gone out each week. I have no idea what's <laughs> gone out. My again, I've told you this before, Rosie. You are my so main, professional. My main thing for this is to make you laugh. If I've made you laugh, I go, "Oh well, that was good," and then I'll move on with my life. Okay, Do you know what I mean? Great. I'm very busy. I've got a beard to cultivate. I've got a bike to ride. You've got rid of the beard. What's happened? What happened? Who said something? No one said it. Oh, Jason Manford. What did he say? Jason Manford, right? I'm calling you out, Jason. I don't know if you listen now. <laughs> um, I uh, I was going to say no one said anything, but he did. He, he basically, he did that thing that comedians can do, which is uh, he picked out the insecurity that I was already worried about. Okay. And he shone a spotlight on it. Right. So Jason asked what to do a video for a friend of his, a birthday message yeah. thing. So I just did one. I just WhatsApped him it. Um, and then he sent back, <laughs> fucking prick. He sent back a photo of uh, Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> And he went, uh, me, and, me and our lass love the fact that uh, your beard's grown just downwards like Harry and the Hendersons. And I did find that it was, I just thought oh, the beard was really thick big. under my chin. And I saw the picture and I was like, bastard. So I shaved it off. Yeah, but I liked your beard and I have to have sex with you, not Jason Manford. Right. Not as far as I know okay. anyway. Well, I'm still trying. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't took the bait yet. What Look, I'm just you... trying. Look, he just he sent the photo. He said he didn't like the beard, so I've fixed it. I'll send him another video, hopefully, you know. But would there. you grow it back for me? Because I did genuinely really like it. I will. There was just, um, I, you know, I pick it. You know, I pick, the, I pick beard hairs. It's like me thing. Oh, and it's it very was, horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. getting silly now. I um, So I was sitting watching the telly the other night, and I was pulling them out, and I was just sort of dropping them on the floor. And at one point, I looked Ew. over. Yeah, sorry. And I looked over, and on the floor, I could actually see them. On the, There was like a little clump of them. I was like, this needs to stop. So right, so it just looks like there's loads of little ginger pubes everywhere. Uh, one, it wasn't ginger. Nothing against ginger people, but it's just factually inaccurate. Your beard does come in with a little strawberry blonde tinge. A little tiny tinge. It does. Well, I hoover them up anyway, is your problem. Well Can I ever tell you the time that um, I uh, did a gig? Where was it? I think it was in Barking. Um, oh, do you remember gigs? Oh, oh. gigs. Um, there was all these people in the crowd watching, uh, closer than two metres, I was raging even though it was five years ago. <laughs> and uh, there was a light behind me head. I didn't realise it. And I got loads of tweets afterwards saying, oh, I didn't realise you were so ginger in real life. You don't look ginger on telly. And I was like, what the fuck? And someone sent us a photo and there was a light, an orange backlight on the stage behind me head and it was hitting me here. And I swear to God, I looked like it was Ed Sheeran colour here. It was so red. And I was like, oh, it, the whole room. It was like an optical illusion. The whole room were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't know you were ginger in real life. And I was like, oh, life ginger. Yes, yeah, so I think some guy tweeted saying, um, "Have you not died? Had you not died your hair this week or something?" And I was like, "Oh!" And it looked it was ridiculous, ridiculous. So, honestly, cool story, bro. Oh God! What Holy a... shit! We've just started, and you're telling the shit. Oh, sorry. Should we talk world. about your smelly fanny again? Go on, then take it away. More interesting than that story. <laughs> not gonna lie. Sorry, not smelly, dirty, dirty. Both. <laughs> 
Um, we haven't talked about lockdown yet. Are we you haven't. Getting used to being totally. imprisoned in the house, or yeah, weirdly. Well, we've had to move to a set. We're in a different room today. If the podcast sounds to the sound engineers out there, if it sounds slightly different, um, we're in a different room recording yeah. it now. Why yeah. is that? Do you want to tell the world? Um, why we've had to move rooms, why I can't physically stand in our sitting room for longer than 10 minutes. You tell them. Come um, on. There is more Lego currently on the floor than I've ever seen anywhere in my life. It's it's madness. It's like a Lego workshop. It's, um, it's not an easy toy to tidy away at the end of the day, no, Chris. Yeah, it's not. Lots um, of bits. I love Le- well, it's kind of it's kind of its selling point. Um, <laughs> you done Don't. that? You done that Lego yet? I came out in one bit, piece of piss. Stop taking the mic, or I'll call it Legos again. Oh God, don't. All right. Um, yeah, so we got them out for Robin, and he just he just keeps getting them out, um, and un- taking bits apart, and, and it's just the whole floor is covered. In it. And I love Lego, but I get a bit of anxiety. Mm. And every now and then he goes, Daddy, can you build it? And he picks something off ages ago that he wants us to build, and the bits are all used on different things. I was running around like a blue ass fly this morning. An hour it took us to do five pages of one booklet. Oh, God, honestly, don't care. Um, is, a lot of people keep sending us pictures of apparently you can get this tent-looking thing right. that you lay out on the floor, right. and at the end of the day, you just kind of, you have a, a what's it called, man, like a pulley on a jump, what they call it? Like a, a toggle, drawstring. Like a drawstring, yeah. and you pull it, and it all just goes into this bag together. But that would be a great idea right. if you didn't colour code all the flipping bits and put them in them, them boxes all together. Well, you know what I mean? Colour coding systems actually fell apart at the moment. Has it? Yeah, I need oh, to go. Yeah. Are you all right? No, no, it's not good. I look, uh, there's more white pieces outside of the white piece box than there is inside the white piece box at the moment because he's got a police, he's loving the police Lego at the minute. And that's predominantly white oh, and blue. And blue, white and blue. See, so you know, look at you. Oh, I know, you I see know. it every. Bastard day, I'm absolutely, I'm sick of looking at it, and I've stood on it. I don't even know how many times. It doesn't hurt as much as I remember. Can I just say Think that it doesn't, does it? Do you know what? Do you know what's worse? What? Standing on a plug. Well, that's the much worst worse. thing in the world, isn't it? Much, much, much worse. Standing mm-hmm. on Lego is fine. I could walk. I could. You know, when people walk over hot coals, I could do it over Lego. No problem at all. I could run. Do you think it's because we've got a? Like harder skin on the bottom of our feet than when you were a kid. I think I've evolved it, yeah. I think I think something in my body knew that it was gonna be Lego all over for my entire life and I've just evolved like really hard like plates on the bottom of my feet. Like a fucking armadillo's back. Ooh, oh email. yeah. Oh Chris, silence that. Unprofessional. <laughs> I tell you what, how long have we been doing this? Sixty three weeks. Sixty three weeks. How are we still together? How are we I still got know. stuff to talk about? I say we still got stuff to talk about. Two things I said today, you said cool story, bro, and uh, don't care. So that was nice. <laughs> I've got stuff to talk about. Okay, then. Go I've on. got a couple. I write things in my notes, you know, okay. of stuff that we don't talk about. Okay, I'll save you. I'll save you. Don't care. Put your phone down. Don't care. Well, I've got a couple of things to talk about. Ooh, fire away. Um, Just, we have started watching Breaking Bad again. Yes. Very good. Don't tell us what happens. It's the third time you're watching it, which I find, I find that... I don't respect you as much as a person because you can watch something three times. <laughs> I've seen The Sopranos six. That's shocking. Yeah. That's bad. Right. Well, that's why I aced me round on Celebrity Mastermind of Sopranos. Yeah, you did actually. Yeah, I did ace it massively. The only one I got wrong was the one that the bloody I got two wrong. They said, uh, "What's the code for box? What what are, what are they called? Boxes of Z- boxes of ziti is what they called the money that they had laundered." And they were saying how many boxes of ziti were got. I forgot that, which is fair enough. And then uh, they actually got a thing wrong. And I'll take this up with the BBC. I'm never paying my licence fee again because of this. I'm oh, lying, I have great. since. They uh, they said, um, what was Tony Soprano's job when he was in, like, spoiler alert, when he was in a coma? 
and uh, I said he was a salesperson, and they said, oh, no, he was a rep. I was like, same thing. Very annoying. That is a bit annoying, actually. Very annoying. I remember when you did that. We weren't married. We didn't have Robin. And I remember being dead impressed. But <laughs> well, I think if you did it now, I'd be like, oh, I married a loser. Can you not remember? <laughs> you, you were sitting next to me, manager, who was also a massive Sopranos fan. And on that one, I can't remember. I, I might have worded it differently there. But on the one, the rep, a cor- the coma yeah. question, didn't my manager stand up and like run, go and find someone? Because he was like, that's inaccurate. Because he's like a massive Sopranos fan. I mean, Losers! And you did come last uh i came third out of how many mastermind four four yeah great so there we go <laughs> he been asked since to do it again no no and annoyingly jason cook won when he went on that oh, was irritating he? yeah he won what was his specialist subject uh jason cook no i'm joking it was billy Connolly. <laughs> wow you know what my specialist, also, you know what my specialist to... subject should have been sorry to interrupt there yeah. what? Do you know what my specialist subject should have been i think we can all agree all podcast listeners my specialist subject on celebrity mastermind should have been the life and times of carl hutchinson and Jason Cook all in, all in one because we've been two friends. We do this for ten minutes, and you've already mentioned one of them. So and now we've mentioned the other. Hey. Oh my word! Yes. Why, why don't you just leave me and marry them? Oh, I should do. You know, because when I finish a story, them they don't say a cool story, bro, because they're not dicks. Great. Mm. So back to the fact that we're watching Breaking Bad. Yes. And it reminded me of something mm-hmm. because obviously this is called Shag Marinoid. We are a married couple. People, you know, bloody blah together yeah. thought someone might resonate with this have you ever thought about writing a new blurb for the podcast it's called shabra no we are married couple bloody blah blah <laughs> fuck yourselves <laughs> you really you really didn't put the effort into that <laughs> oh, hey am i pissed i don't know again probably Jogan. um on our wedding pictures oh god right oh, why goodness. didn't i pick i've changed a lot you know you know how you say you think when you, how old were we when we got married? Twelve. No. <laughs> <laughs> how old were we when we got married? For God's oh, sake! I don't fucking know. Like twenty-seven or twenty-seven or twenty-six or something. <laughs> how long ago was I it? I think we were twenty. So I can't was... even be asked to pause this and work <laughs> it out. I don't care. I think we were twenty-seven. Must have been twenty-six right? or twenty-seven. Okay, I think we were twenty-seven. Twenty-six because we're both we got married on the twenty-fifth of July. <clears throat> And then my birthdays are in August, so we were 26. 26. Yeah. Right? We were 26. Now I'm um, Or 27. Oh, would you shut up? <laughs> anyway, it was, it was a while ago. And um, on our wedding pictures, in that bungalow that we used to live in. Yeah. The one, what did you call it? Uh, the One Story Glory. The One Story Glory. Um, you had pictures mm-hmm. from Breaking Bad of Jesse and... Walter White yeah. in the living room. Yeah. It was a bit of a bachelor pad. Yeah. I didn't have much say in it because it we I hadn't really got me fingers into it yet and all yeah. that, right? Uh, I think you know, fingers, I think you were really looking for was claws. I hadn't got me claws fully into it. It was very manly. I hated it. Anyway, on a lot of my wedding pictures. Sorry, did you just say it was very manly? Thank you so much. <laughs> like not in a good way, just in a in a rank way. Yeah. In my pictures, Jesse Pinkman. Is in my getting ready pictures. Oh, the ones in the house where you're yeah. getting ready. Yeah. Jesse's in there. Jesse is fully blown. I am there in my lovely wedding dress. My friends are like zhuzhing the back, and I'm looking over my shoulder, all sexy in that. All right. And Jesse Pinkman's stupid meth face <laughs> is in the back of me wedding pictures. <laughs> meth face. <laughs> 
think you'll find uh, by that point in the series, he was no longer getting high in his own supply. Right, great. Um, well, X-Meth yeah. face. Well, if anything, that just makes the picture sexier for me. It don't no, it do, it's horrible. Yeah, it why did why didn't we take the pictures off the wall? Because they're amazing for pictures. a wedding day. Because it's one of the best really, TV shows ever made. I know, and, and you I been agree. Immortalized. You've immortalized. It's, you should be proud. That no. is, time stamps it as well. You go, oh, mummy, daddy, what? It's like that son. That was one of the best TV shows ever made. That was on at the time. That's in the background there. That's some original artwork that your daddy got I done. It's not. It's not cool. And I'm really I'm cool. more annoyed at myself for not moving it to yeah. be honest. So anyway, that's. Should have been a beef, but it's a very lot. It's a very backdated beef. <laughs> it's a very specific backdated beef. It just made me, it just reminded of us now that we're watching Breaking Bad. I was like, oh yeah, remember when he was in our wedding? <laughs> <laughs> oh bloody wish! He could have brought some of his bloody dos hombres fucking tequila or whatever the hell they've just made. Well, I can't. Made? Well, I can't remember. We're only on episode. No like man four. in real life, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul have made like a, it's either a, I don't know what it is. It's some have kind they? Of, oh, everyone's doing it now. The Rock's got a tequila. Oh, so the Rock's got a tequila. Bloody Ryan Reynolds has got, got a gin. gin, and they've got something. I don't know what it is. It's called Dos Hombres. It's a fuck. I don't. It's the dream that like I imagine. Oh, imagine I'd love alcohol. to make a wine. Oh God. Oh, what would I call it? Oh, Rosie's rosé. I don't really like rosé. Well, I like. Rosie. I only like rosé on a really Tell hot right day. Now I'm out. <laughs> oh no. I think, you know, I, what I do is I same with my stand up shows. I think of the title and I work back. <laughs> what about um, Pissy Pino? <laughs> Pissy people. <laughs> Can't think of anything. Oh, Ramsey Red. Ramsey Red. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, sounds like a. Oh. Just make it French. Ramsey Red. Ramsey Rouge. Rouge. Ramsey. Rouge de Ramsey. That's not even. A... I don't know. God, good lord. Babadoo, 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 ba. Speaking of wine. Speaking of wine. Something I was thinking about yesterday, last night, whilst having a glass of wine. Yeah. Um. Do you remember as a kid? When you first started drinking, I don't know if you did this, but this is, might be a female thing. Not right. to be sexist, you know, men drink wine, I'm not trying to be that. But the usual entry drink is more so for women. Oh, of the wine. entry, right, entry level. Yeah. Really? The, a woman's ent. Really? Your your first, your entry level drink, so it wasn't alcohol pops, it was wine. No, no, sorry, it was alcohol pops. But all I'm saying is when I got to about 16, 17, I was hanging around with older people. Right. And I, that, I don't mean that in a cool way. I used to be part of an amateur dramatics group. And all <laughs> that's that's better. That is better than the one I just made up in my head. What do you mean? So in my head, I was just about to go to a tirade about how you your your underage drinking was sitting at your nana's house having a wine with a coffee evening girls. It's actually even sadder than that. It was all the old ladies at Amdram no, drinking old warm ladies. wine with them. No, it was South Shield, Gilbert and Sullivan, but they were all a lot old, like older than me. Yeah. And we used to go to the pub. Yeah. After rehearsals and stuff. Okay. So me and Lauren, my friend, and uh, Angela and Steph as well. This is where I met Angela and Steph. Great. We would go and like have a wine, but I really didn't like it at first. Right. And I had to force myself to like wine. Because yeah. I thought, and I didn't want to rock up with like a reef or a WKD or whatever. No, because so you, you, you didn't want to look uncool in front of the amateur dramatics ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> But getting back to me. Not point. only did she forget a line, she's drinking a blue wicked. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were all quite well to do. Really? You know, well, yeah, South because... Shields Amateur Dramatics Club were well to do. Yeah, they were. I find that very hard they to do. They were. They still are. I know a lot of them still now. And I've met them and I'm going to say no. 
Well, right, okay. Well, 16, 17-year-old me right. thought they were poshers out, right? Okay. okay. They all drove nice cars. They all had good jobs, right? right? Okay. So, to me, they were poshers out. Right. Anyway, back to my point. <laughs> Whilst I was downing a bottle of wine last night, I thought to myself, E, do you remember when I had to force myself to like this? And yes. now, I love it. I feel the same about beer. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll drink a certain beer and I go, nah, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just drinking this for the feeling I get from it. Mm-hmm. But then last night I was drinking a certain beer and I was like, this every mouthful I wanted to sing, I wanted to scream from the rooftops. It was that. Oh nice. yeah, you, you you did, Chris. I did every mouthful. Every mouthful. I went, oh, hey. it was um, infuriating. I am hard work to live with. You're horrible. <laughs> I'm glad that you recognise it. Oh no, I am. I'm so glad that you recognise yeah. it. <laughs> and I know we're not on the beef section. And this might get taken This out. beef section is coming closer and closer <laughs> to the beginning. Every week now. I think that's what lockdown's doing. Because we're stuck together. You did a section of beefs before the beefs last week. <laughs> no, I nearly mentioned something there, but I'm keeping it Great. for next week. Um, just to back reference on a beef that yeah. I did a long, a long time ago, actually. Mm-hmm. We're probably talking last year. Wow. Remember when I said that uh, you love to micromanage yeah. when I'm telling Robin off? Yeah. You're doing it now, and you're doing it worse than you used to do. Okay. So... Pack that shit in. I'm gonna tell you right now. Out. I'm gonna tell you right now. He listens to me more at the minute. He, uh, well, no. He does. Well, do you know what? Then you tell him off. Why? Well, I do. I try and step in and tell him off because you just. I'm honestly. Don't I'm even the favorite. It's, I'm this is currently not... the favorite. Right. Let's be honest here. I'm currently the favorite. Big style. And he will. When you're going like, come brush your teeth. I go, go and brush your teeth for your mum. And he runs through. No, Chris, take this back. We are gonna fall out. He salutes as well. He stands straight and he puts his little hand. Pack it in. Pack it in. It's awful. What you? It's horrific. Right. Okay. So I'll. So Robin will go. Can I have an ice cream? And I'll go. You're not having an ice cream yet. You can have one after your tea. Can I have an ice cream? You come over from me shoulder. Going. You're not having an ice cream. And I'm like, Do you want to tell him off, or should I tell him I off? Told him. He doesn't need two people to tell. I'm. I'm getting irate, Chris. We've done we this. I've stop. told you this. I'm like your little rap and hype man. I just echo the last few words of your sentence. But don't. <laughs> Either you do it or I do it. We both don't need to do it. You're on stage, you go, what's up, New York City? And I'm going, New York City. <laughs> and I do the last few lines. Ice cream after dinner. <laughs> You'll have your ice cream after day after dinner. Oh, yeah. Can I get, when I say after, you say dinner. After. Dinner. Nah, you did oh, it though. I hate myself. Babadoo, 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 ba. So found out something interesting this week. Which I told you about. Yes. I was listening to the Louis Theroux podcast. He's just done a new podcast. Stop advertising people's <laughs> Oh, mate, it's, it's top gone of the now. No, it's gone now. It's been deleted. You can't hear it anymore. Just just listen to old ones of this. Listen, it's you. Louis, man. I'll save you. Shh. No, it's not on anymore. I love it's Louis. Not, it's got, no, he's, he's average. Average podcaster. Wow. Average. Wow. I love him. I love him. Anyway. Come on, man. He, on his first one that he's done, he's interviewing John Ronson. Yeah. Who wrote The Psychopath Test, who is a... Uh, what? How, how did he just journalist? Isn't he? He's like a gonzo is he a journalist. journalist? He goes, he goes, yeah, but he's one of them journalists, like a Louis Theroux journalist, who like gets stuck in. Yeah, yeah, like goes and lives with them and that. Yeah, like a, yeah, balls it, of steel, balls of steel. Firstly, absolutely fantastic episode. Listen to it if you get a chance. Not available anymore. Again, <laughs> just listen to the old Shagmarinoid ones. Secondly, tell a friend. They may, tell an enemy. They, can I speak? <laughs> I'm giddy today. I know you are. Would you reel it in okay, and calm sorry. down? Sorry. Okay. I think it's because we're in a new Should room. Should we start again? No. So they were talking about the current situation of lockdown, etc. You, you... What? I'm quiet now. What do you want? <laughs> You've gone from one extreme to the other. <laughs> All right. You can still... 
speak. Okay, Jesus. Yeah. Hey, tell you what. Fucking hell. Fucking Goldilocks over right, here. Listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> they were talking about the current situation of lockdown. Yeah. And they were saying that apparently people who suffer from anxiety are coping with this a lot better than people who don't. Yeah. And that has actually been really apparent in our household. Yeah. Because you are a bit of an anxious beaver. I Well, I, I um, have sort of spoke to people about this and I've had like, you know, like therapy and stuff. Um, and I do a thing. I do this thing called catastrophizing. Yeah. Now I don't know if anyone listening has the same kind of thing. I will assume the worst in any situation ever. Yeah. So if our son walks out into the garden with an ice lolly in his mouth, in my head he's gone face first onto the floor, and that ice lolly has gone through the back of his head like something mm-hmm. of final destination. Mm-hmm. That is basically. That kind of that way of thinking is awful in real life, and it's exhausting Mm -hmm. in my head. It's an exhausting thing to have, but it kind of weirdly has prepared us for this situation because in my head, I've been prepared for a massive pandemic and a lockdown since I was about Mm fifteen. Because, like, genuinely, every time my phone rings, I expect it to be something bad. Every time I was telling the idea, me and you had an argument, Rosie, the other day Mm -hmm. because you (laughs) never in the world you shouted my name from somewhere in the oh. house and you shout you go Chris and I'm like what what and you're like what are you shouting I have for and in my head every time you shout it's something off that's like someone breaking in or there's like loads of bees on you like it's, I don't know why there'd be two things but it's it's really every time your phone rings everything like every time someone shouts it's something terrible that's the difference with us though because you can shout of me yeah. no lie I've ignored you before. Yeah, 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 you will. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm. Well, at the moment, you've got, again, I don't want to bring the beef section forward, but at the moment, every single wake and second of the day, you've got your iPad on, you've got your little AirPod things in, and you're watching some housewives of wherever the fuck. Mm-hmm. No matter what you're doing, and me, and me and Robin are just cracking on, and you're just in another little world listening. I can't even have a conversation with you. Can I even shout to show you what I've built on me Lego? Maybe because you've got your headphones in. take it as a hint <laughs> to leave me the hell alone. <laughs> But honestly, every phone call that I get, um, I just assume the worst thing's going to happen. It's kind of like the. Have you ever phoned an older relative? My, my, sometimes your mom does it. She's not as bad anymore because mm-hmm. the phone tells her who she's going to ring. Mm-hmm. But when I used to phone my mom and dad's house, before she had caller ID on her phone, she'd pick the phone up and every answer was like, hello? Like it was a murderer phoning yeah. with a ransom. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's every. every Time I see anyone's name on my phone, I'm like, right, what bad news am I going to get here? See, so do you, so you feel because you're coping with this whole situation so much better than I am. Yeah, and I am li- so laid back that I'm often horizontal. Yeah, it's just so strange. I thought that you would be up a height, really not handling it well, and it's we're, we're like the opposite. So it's, it's, do you think it's because you've been preparing for it? Well, it's because I'm always worried about something terrible happening and now the terrible thing's happening. So I'm like, okay. So all I've got to do is, it's kind of streamlined my entire life. I haven't got a shitload of things going on. Mm-hmm. I've got Robin. We've got this once a week. We've just finished the book. Hallelujah. Yoo, yeah. Finished Available the book, by on the way. Amazon. Available on Amazon Ditches. and Waterstones and W. Smith and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's kind of just, I know I've got to get up. I need to know, it's weird. I need to know what I'm having for me tea mm. each night. So I've got something to look forward to. Spaghetti bolognese tonight with garlic bread. Got to pop out and get that shortly. Can't wait. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of give us less things. It's took a lot of things off my plate. Now there's just one big, massive, terrifying thing on my plate other than, you know, 
10,000 potential terrifying things. So it's it's really weirdly streamlined my life. Well, maybe it's because I quite like having things to worry about and I, I thrive on the whole... So you hate it, but I quite like it. I like being busy. I like being like, oh, where am I going? What am I doing? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. And now that there's just nothing, I am... Um, yeah, you're not enjoying it at I'm all. I'm not enjoying it at all. Yeah. And I, I am such a touchy-feely person that the whole you're not you're loving yeah. you're absolutely loving and you're a lovely guy <sighs> but you are not a huggy touchy i am i will when people are leaving our this. house if people are standing up and saying all the goodbyes to leave our house i will sometimes remove myself from the situation because i can't be about to shake everyone's hands and hug mm-hmm. everyone yeah it's it really awkward yeah i just go bye guys i've oh, sorry i need to t- go to the toilet and i just go and sit in the toilet and just, i'll not be doing anything i'll just be sitting there waiting until they've gone oh well so, that's i'm glad they all know that now it's great so. for me yeah fuck yeah if you ever come to my house go fuck yourself you stay might away. not. Yeah, this will probably stay in place for a long time. Well, I've often said shaking hands is mad. Mm. When strangers go and they stick their hand out, I go, where's that been? I've said up hello their to ass, you. probably. I've said hello to you. Judging by some of the emails we get, probably definitely exclusively up their arse. I know. Yeah. Ugh. I'm also, a weird thing for me, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, if I get, I did a routine about it before, if I get a missed call from a withheld number and I can't ring them back, my entire day is ruined. My entire day is ruined until they call back. And if they haven't left a message, oh, I can't, I have to answer it's it. It's not a way to live, Chris. It's mad, isn't it? And I've also, have I talked about this as well, where some, if someone says... Oh, come on, let's get them anxieties out. Come yeah. on, lay them on the table. Well, it's, it's if someone says... Let's see I'm see sure what I'm living with, guys. I'm see sure I've said with. it before. It's if someone says to me, at work or something, or you've done it before, if they go, um, we uh, have to have a chat later on. I'm like, well, we're having the chat now, or I'm going to scream until you tell us what it is. Oh, I hate it when you do that. I yeah. hate it like when it you do that. that. And I'll go... someone will say something as well, and you'll go, what? Doesn't matter. No, it matters. I need to know exactly what it was that you said. <laughs> See, I could, I could live quite happily the rest of my life, never finding out. Ah, nah, nah. I'm just really good in that situation. I used to do as a kid, when me, me brother or sister would go, well, you're never getting this. And I'd go, well, all right. Oh, really? I never the asked about it. Yeah. I mean, I'd be <sighs> desperate. I'd be desperate Clever. to know, but I'm good at doing that. I'm like, right, Clever. okay, great. Don't need to know. <sighs> Bear, where's you? Oh, I was a, it was a, when I was a kid, if it was, you know, the kids who go, I'm not your friend anymore. Yeah. You know, and if Robin ever says it, I mean, I've heard some kids have said it, your nephews have said it a couple of times mm-hmm. when they're younger, they go, I'm not your friend. And I'll, obviously as an adult, they'll go, well, I'm not your friend. And go, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. As a kid, when a child would go to me, I'm not your friend, I'd be like, <gasps> please. <laughs> Ah, he said he's not me, And they'd be there oh, going, yeah. that is the exact reaction I wanted. Yeah. Oh, I was so easy to wind up as a I'd, kid. I, I would have had your life Oh, made. kids at school did. I tell, when I got a new pencil case or stationery, oh, the whole class was in uproar. They were buzzing. Because all they had to do was take it off and pretend to draw on it, and I'm screaming. So you were bullied at school? No, me, well, <laughs> they were my mates, you know. They were my mates. You know, I used to lend them, lend them dinner money and that, you know, every day. <laughs> No, no, they were good, they were the lads, you know, like, you know, like, you know, I used to rip me underpants for us every oh, day and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's no, that really friendly good, gesture. Yeah, like, you know, whenever I got do. new shoes, you know, like, spit on them and yeah. stamp on them and stuff. <laughs> great, yeah, great, yeah, great. You know, like, I'd help yeah. them out, you know, like, they'd practice their boxing on oh, us and stuff. Oh, nice, nice, that's yeah, kind. Yeah, no, good, good lads, kind. good, good bunch of lads. <laughs> Still see them now? No, oh, no, no, most shame. of them in prison. Oh, good. Yeah, good lads, though, good lads. Babadoo, 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 babadoo. It's time for What's Your Beef? Hello, Chris. Oh, for fuck's sake. Chris, it's Barry. Listen, I haven't got long. I need to speak to Rosie right now. Sorry, mate. Can you get her on the line, mate? I'm, I'm not being funny. I need to speak to her now. Right, I don't understand here. I've because... got a cough. Hang on. Oh, God. 
I need to speak to her. Now, Chris, right. serious. Right. Seriously. Right. Can you go get her? Please? Mate? I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. Right. Well, listen, I need you to pass on a message and she right. needs to read us back. Like, ASAP. Okay. Good. Right. Yeah. Tell her I've had the baby. She's here. So, but... And she looks exactly like her. <laughs> She's ba- hers. She's hers. I've done the DNA test. But you're Barry. You're a man. The baby, the baby is here. Rosie needs to come pick her up. So, how is that possible? What? I've had the baby. That doesn't make any sense. Chris. <laughs> we're living in a pandemic, mate. There's a lot going on. I've had the bane. Can you tell her? Yeah, yeah, I'll pass All it right. on. Yeah, I'll pass it on just to make this end. <laughs> tell her I love her a lot. All right, The yeah. bane's beautiful. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, good. Okay, if anything happens to me, would you look after that baby? <laughs> Would you promise to care, nurture, pay for everything? No. Chris, no. are you going to do this to me right now? No. no yeah. Honestly, if that baby was real, I'd throw it in a river. T- <laughs> I'm getting off this call. I'm ringing the police. Okay, go on. Don't might be around your house later, mate. No problem. Though me and you were mates. I thought we were friends. Not mates. I thought we were buddies. Not mates. If right? anything, you're just an annoyance that keeps popping up on my podcast. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Will do. You jumped up, little prick. <laughs> You don't deserve her. You don't deserve her. See you later. <laughs> oh, is that the line in? <laughs> well, I have to be honest. I'm glad you just uh, did that noise yourself and didn't get it up on your laptop. I love that you've invented a character who's in love with you who keeps telling us I don't deserve you. That's very narcissistic. I've honestly, no idea what you're talking about. But he hid that pregnancy well. That, the whole thing doesn't make sense and it's going to give us a nosebleed if I try and think about it too much. Yeah, I, I think know. it's best if we all just move on. Yes. I think he's lost his mind. Okay. Poor, poor, poor. Fucking hell. At the minute as well, you know what I mean? Last thing you need. Jesus. What's wrong with you? What's what is wrong with you? <laughs> trying to get a job on Corey. <laughs> I'm hoping Jesus. one of the execs listens. Right. What's your beef? My beef with you this week. It's weird because we're spending so much time together now. The kind of, I don't know, the, the the beefs are almost like sort of sometimes paralleling each other and then sort of bouncing back off each other and almost parodying each other, if you will. Mm. Because I did have a beef a few weeks ago that you just can't make a cup of tea and you just haven't even bothered your ass to learn how I want a cup of tea. <sighs> your new thing is, this is just driving us mad at the minute, your new thing is offering me a cup of coffee or tea Going, Chris, do you want a cup of tea or a cup of coffee? I go, oh, yeah, go on, then I'll have a cup of coffee. You go, I no bother. And then you just don't do it. Right. Is it on purpose? I'm busy. It, fucking don't offer us one then! And I forget. It's madness. You literally offer us one, and then I go, yeah, yeah, great. And then, like, half an hour later, I go, Rosie, what happened to that? And you go, ah! Oh, well, I'm sorry. Right, I'll make it. As but... if I've just randomly asked for one. Right. Do you realise that... I've got stuff to do at the minute. Right. And I'll go in and I'll make you a cup of tea. Yeah. I put the tea bag in. Yeah. I put the water in. Yeah. And then you told me to leave that tea bag to steep for ages. I forget that right. it's steeping. Right. Okay. You've so, covered one of the things there. Right? Sorry. Yeah. But that's only in the cups of tea. Sometimes you just don't do it. The coffee, you just don't do it. Can I hand on heart tell you it's not deliberate? I just sometimes... Right. as long as it's not deliberate, No, no, I go okay. into the kitchen right. and I end up doing something else. Do you know the other day you were like, Chris, do you want a cup of coffee? And I went, yeah, please. And you went, all right. And I saw you wander off in the other direction and I literally stood up, made me own coffee, sat down and drank it and you didn't mention it again. 
And I'm telling you, I, you look at us at one point, and I thought, look at her, thinking I'm drinking the coffee she made us. <laughs> Honestly, I expected it to go, is the coffee all right? Yeah, it's fine. Is it not nice that I'm asking, though? No! <laughs> Do you not think... It's fucking torture. It's the least helpful thing. You, right. All you're doing is reminding us that I want one, and then not giving us it. I've got a mini beef. Come on, then. Right now. Right. At the minute, I feel like I own a cafe. <laughs> that I don't get paid for. Right. Because I am making three square meals a day yeah. for you greedy little gannets. Right. right. Yes. And I'm sick. All I'm doing is washing pots and pans, uh-huh. right? Three times a day. Yeah. We this has made me realise that we as a family used to eat out a lot before this. Fuck yeah. Because I swear to God, I am emptying and filling that dishwasher. You said last night that the dishwasher was filled really good. Do you know why? Mm. I'm, I've mastered that. I have to say, I have to say, bringing up an old beef. That dish, I opened that dishwasher last night and I looked at it and I went, when the fuck did I stack this? Mm-hmm. No, and then I, I went, that. have you? It was perfect. Thank you. Hey, high five. Thank you. I'm going to do a little bow. Yeah. Absolutely unnecessary. Dead, just dead air. Just dead air. <laughs> Pointless. They'll, but just stood up and did it. Like anyone listening, just stood up. <laughs> they'll have a visual. They've got a visual. They might know what I look like. You never know. Um... Yeah, no, I'm asking. Stop That's it. all I can do right now. It's horrible. All Stop right then, it. I won't. Right. I won't. I would honestly rather you just did, yeah. Great. You might as well, you know what you might as well do? Instead of going, Chris, do you want a cup of tea? And they're not making it. You might as well go, Chris, make yourself a cup of tea. All right, love, will do. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, right, and what's your beef? My beef is mm-hmm. that um, you don't like mint sauce. <laughs> Every time I put mint sauce on a meal, you either huff and puff like, oh, I hear the smell of it. Or you move. And eat phys- your dinner move. somewhere else. Yeah, I have to physically Like move. I've got leprosy. It's the worst. It's I the worst. love... It's if I m- had to choose between you or mint sauce... Nah, well, this isn't this isn't nice. I would choose mint sauce. Well, that's that's awful. I've been known to eat mint sauce with a spoon. Fuck, no way. I could do it now. That's minging, right? So you know, just so you all know exactly what we're talking about, we're talking about that stuff you put on lamb. It's like a watery... Not just on lamb. Well, no, evidently not. You put it on fucking cereal if you could. Um, it's like the mint jelly, is it? I do prefer mint jelly, oh, but sometimes God. we've only got mint sauce at the minute. Nah, I used to, when I worked at the Stadium of Light, my worst fucking thing was having to take all them. Co- I took the horseradish, the mint sauce, and there was another one. Apple sauce, Apple maybe. Sauce. Had to take them all out on a little platter. Oh, Jesus. And once, I don't know how I did it. It was one of the worst days of my life. I had, what was that? Did I have a chip or a bit of a t- There was a bit of potato leftover or whatever mm. and I assumed it was mayonnaise and it was horseradish and I nearly vomited everywhere horrendous the smell of mint sauce I go and sit at the other side of the kitchen when you're eating it so you ate a full block of horseradish I dipped, that you thought it was a chip I dipped no 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 it was a, no, no no it was a potato it was a, it was a roast potato I think and I dipped it in what I thought was mayonnaise and it was horseradish oh, I was like this is the worst that's thing that's spicy happened. It was the worst You'd thing. See, mint sauce would have been nice. No, it's not. It's disgusting. It's like someone is stealing taste from my mouth. What's that thing you smell? Like smelling salts where you smell it and like mm. and it like takes your breath away. Mint sauce is a taste Take my version breath of that. Away. Yeah. That's how I, that's what I sing when I eat it. <laughs> it's horrendous. Yeah. It's honestly, it's like mixing. The best way I can describe what mint sauce tastes like, it's like mixing grass and a bit of soil with some toothpaste. It tastes... No, I'm it's sorry. Disgusting. That would taste disgusting. It's this what it is beautiful. Like. Well, listen, I, like I said, I don't want to have to say it again, but I will choose mint sauce over you any day of the week. All right? <laughs> Welcome actually- to the Rosie and Mint Sauce podcast. <laughs> what do you think, mint sauce? <laughs> cool. Good point. 
<laughs> you crack me up, mint sauce. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> babadoo, babadoo, babadoo. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It is now time to introduce the guest speaker for today, Matt Hancock. Starting with questions from members of the public. Public! 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 Every time they do that now, can it... Can it not say it? Honestly. Killing us. I, I, I want one of the questions from the public uh, from our podcast to somehow make it into... I mean, it would never happen, but can you imagine it was a live feed and it slipped in and someone was just like, right, would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> just to anybody not from the United Kingdom listening, um, that question's from the public is in our daily briefing during the COVID-19, and it's Matt Hancock, who's the health secretary. Yeah. He says, now it's time for our questions from the public. And, and every time I listen, I want to go public, public, public. As always, if you want to get in touch, it's shagmarinudaudio at gmail.com. Please just send us anything you want. It's lovely to hear from you. We just love that you get in touch so much. Thank you. Okay, really quickly here. Hi, Rosie and Chris. I was listening to the episode where Rosie asked if men still dry their arse with a hairdryer. Great. Sounds like a good episode, that. <laughs> Can't remember saying it, but carry on. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what content? What What good content? <laughs> what is our life? I honestly don't know. Oh, I love Jesus. it though. Oh yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. My ex-husband used to dry his whole body with a hairdryer Prick. and then complained he had really dry skin. He was that stupid he didn't realise it would be because of the hairdryer. The smell of burning skin was horrendous. Jesus, how um, did he have it on? I don't know. That was what I was thinking because <laughs> there's been a couple of times oh, in the winter usually yeah. when I've been like getting ready. If I'm going out on a night time and I've got out of the shower, I'll give myself a little dry with a hairdryer. Mm. Just the shoulders and that. All right, yeah. And warm yourself up. To warm myself up more than anything. Yeah. But I've never, it's never burnt. I mean, yeah, he's, that's, what's he doing? Don't know. 
That's madness. He's got it on a high setting. Oh, goodness. Maybe his hairdryer's broke. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Um, did I ever tell you I had a friend who used to uh, dry naturally? Sorry, what? A friend who insisted on drying naturally. So didn't use a towel? Uh, he had a towel, but he would just lie on the towel and dry naturally. Right, if, great. If you were in a hurry to go somewhere, it took forever. You've never told me this. I am ridiculously <clears throat> intrigued. You need to tell me who it is. Do I know this person? Uh, no, I used to oh. not around them when I was younger, but okay. all the rest of them used to take the piss. So if we're going to like the shops, I don't remember shops. If we're going like the Metro Centre or Newcastle or something like that, we're younger. Mm-hmm. If it was like, all oh, right, hold on, lads, sorry, I'm running late, I just need to get a shower. You fuck, we would all go in his bedroom, we'd all put the PlayStation on and would sit there for ages because you knew. And what would he be doing? Lying on well, the towel, drying? Had, so we had two bedrooms. So we had um, the bedroom that he slept in and then a bedroom that was like his like, chill-out room. They had a massive house. Right. Um, and he would dry naturally. He d- he wouldn't. He didn't like dry himself with a towel. He would just sit and dry naturally. Why? He's a fucking maniac. Would, sit, would he sit down? Why do I see him lying on the floor on his towel just uh, drying? The towel would go on the bed. He would put the towel on the bed and then just lie on the towel and just dry naturally. And remember, I that hadn't noticed is... that it was a thing until one of the lads was like roasting him one time, like taking the piss out of him. He's like, duh, duh, duh. and you're fucking lying there for four minutes because you want to dry naturally, you weirdo. And I was like, oh my God, he does. <laughs> that, Chris, why have you never told me that? Hmm. Oh, yeah, maniac. Absolute maniac. Yeah, oh, he had, oh, I mean, he had um, a really, I'm surprised he hasn't emailed the podcast. Lovely lad, you know, loved him, knocked around them for a lot of my life. He had a really horrible way of, I don't know what it was, but he would go for a poo and then he would come out and he would just... Dry naturally. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like, squat over the toilet and dry naturally. Uh, he would give you the ins and outs. He would, like, he would always sit down and go, yeah, I've just had a shit, right? And it was like, like soft. And I'd be like, why, why is this happening? And he would just talk you through. Then I'm tell you, he was also the lad who, um, he used to cut his uh, pizza with scissors. What? Yeah. Some people do do Some that. Some people do it. The first time I saw it, I couldn't believe it was. So it was like the kind of scissors you would cut the fat off bacon with. Mm-hmm. And it was a thin and crispy, like, Iceland pizza or whatever. And he took it out. And I just watched him cut it with scissors. And he was, like, talking away. And I was going, oh, yeah, the other day, right? And I was at college. And I just was, like, staring. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He was like, oh, it's much easier. It is quite... It does make it a bit easier. Weird, though, isn't it? Still very weird, Very yeah. weird. Shan't be doing it with cells. Do you know Carl Hutchinson's dad uses oh, three towels? Oh, my word. Carl's dad uses three towels after the shower. How does he use three towels? My brother used to use three towels. Yeah, yeah. See if it's the same way. Go on. Yeah, so Carl's dad, uh, one on the bed to lie on, Mm -hmm. uh, one round his waist, Mm -hmm. one round his neck. Okay. Yeah. My brother, which used to drive me mum insane when we were younger, one round his waist, one little one over his shoulders, and one on his head. Madness. (laughs) Like, who are you? (laughs) Like Eddie Murphy at the beginning of fucking Coming to America. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, honestly. And then probably what he used to do is put on yesterday's clothes, have his little, <laughs> have his royal wash, and then put on yesterday's gear. Three towels. So funny. Good Should God. have seen how much toilet roll he used to use. Yeah, I used to be the same. Yeah, I used to put the toilet all the time. Oh, I bet you, I bet you used to like wrap it around your hands, loads, and have a I little wipe, and there yeah. was now there. Well, if it was just on the roll holder thing, mm. I would just. Just give it a big... Honestly, so many of them. I used mm-hmm. to get bollocked all the time. Yeah, Robin's like that. He's like that at the minute. He wants to wipe his own bum. And it's just... I'm, I'm letting him, obviously. It's like a disaster zone. But it's up his back and I'm just like, oh my word. Crazy, yeah. But he's got to learn it before when he goes to school. I'm really worried about that. You're going to have to take the reins on that. 
Because mm. my answer would be climbing the shower, so that's the easiest way to do it. And then he's, he's well, you he's can't do that at school, stunned. can he? Yeah, of course not. Well, she would just tell him dip his bum in the um in the water tray. That's the worst. <laughs> what like squeeze right, t- lift the lid up, the seat protector, and squat yourself right down like you you're contortionist. Yeah. And just no, nah. no, not of the toilet. I mean of the nursery. There's a water tray. Well, they play with water, don't they? Oh God! <laughs> oh, is that what you meant? Yes. Oh. God, <laughs> miss the horse is blocked. Oh, <laughs> I won't be telling them to do that. Babadoo, 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 ba. Hi, Rosie and Chris. I'm not capable of doing an office poll right now because you know lockdown and all that shite. But I have conducted a poll I think you guys might like. Okay. The other night after a barbecue in our own garden, just me and my husband. Don't worry, love. No Jesus, one is all right, man. You. We're not You're grassing right. up. Fucking hell. <laughs> everyone's terrified I know safe space safe space (laughs) obviously if you're having a gathering you know I I would I wouldn't shop you but I'd possibly be disappointed in you yeah if you're you're next to me having a barbecue I'll I'll not be I'll not be grassing you up because I'm not that guy but I will be you'll hear a lot of tutting coming over the fence from me (laughs) right yeah (laughs) right here we go Um, after the barbecue he had his first bath in five years. What? I'm guessing he had other forms of washing. Yeah. Just had a bath. Right. Right. And I was horrified when I saw him stand up and ruin all the bubbles to wash himself. This what? is it. This is going to make you think, okay? Right. Keep listening. I messaged a few of my mates only for them all to say they stand up in the bath so they can get their bits. I simply tilt my hips and therefore keep the pretty bubble arrangement. I'd like to know, do you both stand in the bath also? Please tell me I'm not alone. And that's from Sam. Right. Right. So she says that she stays under the water mm-hmm. and has the bubbles on top and doesn't get up because she thinks she'll spoil the bubble I arrangement. I think so. So she just tilts her hips and I'm guessing she kind of just lifts her bum out of the water to give it a quick little zhuzh, yeah. zhuzh. Or lifts it within the water and gives yeah. it a zhuzh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stand up. Do you know what? I... <laughs> I don't know whether to say this. Right. I go, I don't really wash myself in the bath. Great. Absolutely great. No. Just fester. Just let it... <laughs> you're, Rosie, you're not having a bath, you're having a steep. <laughs> I no, right, because I have a shower every morning. We've discussed this. I'm very right. I'm not a I had a bath last night, I'm not gonna have a wash today. Right. I'm not that kind of person. So my bath is just more for relaxation than actual hygienic reasons. So yeah, I'll, but I mean while you're there. I, well I do a little bit. I do my armpits, but I don't really do down below because I'm in the water which has got loads of like I put bath lotion in. So Jesus I don't Christ. Um, is this going to come and bite me? But is this going to? I think it already has. Come already, back you mentioned right at the beginning that you get thrush every five minutes. This is probably why. It's got nothing to do with that. <laughs> oh, tell them all now that I don't have a smelly fairy. Tell everyone no, now. Okay, yeah, okay. See it, please. Lovely. See yeah, it. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't. Right, Jesus thank you. Christ. It's not like I was forced into that. No, but I. I don't. Put the really... gun away. Put the gun away. But it's like your feet in the shower. Do you wash your feet in the shower every day? I know what you mean. I do, but do... I know what you mean. Oh, but you're so. Oh, yeah. Guys, if you ever watched Chris in the shower, you'd want to vomit on, <laughs> on him. Let me just tell you through, let me just walk through Chris's routine in the shower. Right. But Well, first of all, he has about a 20 minute poo before yep. he shower. Got to be done. Great. And then he gets in the shower. Yeah. 
He gets himself all wet. Yeah. Then he turns the shower off. Yeah. Lathers up a little scrubber. Yeah. Gets himself all over. Head to scrubbly toe. scrub scrub. Head to head toe. toe. Like he's about to go into surgery. <laughs> right? <laughs> Everywhere, not an inch missed. Okay, yeah. then he'll turn the shower back on, rinse it all off. Then he'll turn the shower back off. He'll do his hair. Yeah. Then he'll turn the shower back on, rinse that off, turn it off again, stick a bit of conditioner on there, yeah. turn it on again. And then what he'll do if you really, if you really look, you might catch this. Yeah. He'll squat yeah. and he'll stick the Damn shower right. head up his back, not up uh, his backside. It's not up. You've got to get that undercarriage. Yeah. You've got to get that undercarriage. You're horrible. What at you've just described, you know what's amazing, Rosie? What you've just described there is washing oneself <laughs> like it was some kind of alien fucking autopsy or ritual That's from the past. That's what it looks like. It, you're crazy. <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing you missed out. This is me genius, right? Oh, I wash my hair. I don't turn the shower off when I wash my hair. I'll just lean back and let the shower sort of still hit us. Mm. I wash my hair. Then I put the conditioner on. Put the conditioner on. Then I do the shower gel. With the conditioner in, so I leave it in for a couple of minutes while I'm doing the face wash. And the oh, sorry, and I didn't know I the order. I didn't know the well, order. Apologies. Now you do. Great. Yeah. Squeaky, can it's so fresh and so clean, clean. I just, I miss loads of bits. <laughs> I should probably put like marker on us. Yeah. And see if it comes off. See which bits I'm missing. Oh God. Can't remember the last yeah, time I washed me back. I didn't. I can wash me back. I can get all. I can get every inch of me I've back. Got really short arms. Yeah, you do. You've got I a massive I... back. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that offensive? It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Back's massive, mate. Shut up. No. Leave no. me back alone. Leave me back. Babadoo, 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 ba. Hi, Chris and Rosie. Love the podcast and listen from the start. Oh, wow. Love that. This is not a shit story. Read into that as you may. Cool. During this time of COVID-19 lockdown, my partner and I have had to rearrange things we had booked. One of these was a date night which involved a still life drawing class. Fucking hell, man. What? Are we so boring? Are we boring? No, or... I think it's the opposite. I'm sorry. I really hate the time with the same brush, but if you've got to go and do your still life boring classes and that, and you can't just sit and have a conversation or get pissed together... Fucking hell, what's the point? Well, we'll keep going. Still life drawn. So to reenact this, we decided to take advantage of Pornhub's premium content being freely available. We got our paper and pencils out and found some graphic thumbnails to sketch. What? In order to, to decide whose was the best finished product, we decided to send pictures into a couple of friends' WhatsApp groups to have a poll. Jesus. <laughs> I actually quite love it. Yeah, but right. can, sorry, can I just... What did they think the still life drawn? Did they think it was going to be two people fucking each other? What do you mean? It was just someone standing with a knob out. It's not like... What are they doing on Pornhub premium content? <laughs> just the thumbnails. But I'm you not could, sure. They, they could have just Googled naked model or page three or men's health. The guy standing with these abs that didn't need cock and bollocks and penetration. It might not be a man. This is from a, this is from a lesbian couple. Yeah. So they might but, have. Yeah, but what I'm saying is. It might is, be a massive vagina. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, when they eventually go to their life drawing class, it's going to be a bit fucking vanilla, considering they've been practicing <laughs> on Pornhub's premium content. <laughs> Christ on a bike. Do you know what I'm saying? They're going to be gutted. <sighs> How am I, love? Fucking spread them. Get out. Get out. Hang on. There's more. There's more. So they've sent it to their friend's WhatsApp. 
to get Fantastic. to see what they think. Okay. I hope they didn't warn them. I hope it just came in. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> However, due to our haste, I accidentally sent it into a work group. Fantastic. A company we both work for. Brilliant. It is needless to say, they now think this is a genuine hobby. We are not looking forward to heading back to the office to explain ourselves. Uh, anyway, we still haven't found out the winner, so I've attached the final products for your judgment. Oh, oh yes. Oh, no, I didn't see. Oh, I didn't see them. You didn't. Hang see on, them. I'm gonna right, right. I found them here. Great. Look, so they have chose a thumbnail of a lady with a that that's massive. <laughs> In her but it's hand. not hers. <laughs> um, right. They oh. drew them. Right, they've got it on their telly. That's the worst bit for me here. So, what, guys, <laughs> what they've done is right. They've they've got the 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 they've, they've somehow linked their computer to their TV. So the picture we're looking at now is off someone's phone. The two A4 drawings are on the bottom. Uh, the one on the left a lot better than the one on the right. And on the telly is Pornhub. So they've got that is the grimmest thing I've ever seen. Someone linking Pornhub to their main fucking telly on their wall. Can we just go back to what you said, though? They are going to be gutted when that class starts again because it's going to be nowhere near that. It'll yeah, probably that's... be an eight-year-old woman stood with with a nightly off. Yeah, sorry. So the picture is, without getting without getting too um, uh, graphic here, um, the picture is uh, some lass wanking off a massive erect cock. Yeah. I think I did that quite well. That there. was good. That was um, nice. PG. Uh, see? So Sandra I, will be happy with I that. That's how I do it on the one show. Um <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so it, 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 that's what the picture is. Yeah, they're going to be gutted. It's just going to be someone. You're right. It's going to be someone taking a nightie off and maybe leaning on like a stepladder. And this yeah. is, and they're going to be like, oh, come on, but I'm really good at drawing erect knobs. <laughs> Had loads of practice. I'm really good at doing the knuckle around the knob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. Listen, lasses, I'm just glad that you're finding ways to entertain yourself during really, lockdown. I really, really hope that they sent that picture in with the... They must have. They didn't just send... So that photo they've sent to us, that's what they that's sent what they to the sent WhatsApp the... group. Yeah, so it's got the actual Pornhub picture in as well. Yeah. Fucking hell. Go girls. Hi, Chris and Rosie. Whilst being stuck in lockdown and going a little bit stir-crazy, I was reminded of a story my boyfriend told me that happened on one of his lads' holidays. It's a long one, but it's the most bizarre... Great. It's a long one, but it's the most bizarre story you'll hear today. Okay, test. Here we go. They were all in Budapest and on a night out. One of the boys, who was a bit of a liability, had had way too much to drink. Brackets will call him Joe. I hope his name's Joe. That's not... Sorry, dude. It's not a massively thought-of place to go for a lad's holiday. Budapest. Is, is, it? is it not one of them places where everyone goes, it's, it's 12 pence a pint? Possibly. Am I being an idiot here? But it's I've just one never of them, thought it? of it was... No, I never thought of it was like a large holiday destination. Well, it was that thing, wasn't it, where kind of fashionably the sort of going to the pool, kind of going to the beach holiday kind of died out and became a bit uncool and everyone went to like Prague and places like that mm. and just ran around and got hammered in cities. Yeah. It's my Fair worst enough. nightmare. It's my yeah. worst nightmare. Anyway, um, Joe had too much to drink, liability, we all know the lad, fell over and badly hurt himself. Mm. He was unable to move, let alone get up off the floor. He was in a lot of pain. The boys sensibly covered him with some coats. That's not a holiday if you've all got coats. Why have you all got coats? That's not a holiday. Yeah, so it's not hot. Bollocks. Um, They covered him with coats and they called an ambulance. Joe was making a lot of fuss and he was convinced that he was paralysed. Oh, he sounds like a nightmare. Oh, no. The paramedics wouldn't let the boys in the ambulance with Joe. They had to follow behind in a taxi. 
Once the boys got to the hospital, they were all told that they couldn't come in as they were too drunk and they were sent back to the apartment with no information. The next day, when returning to the hospital to find Joe, nobody in the hospital knew who they were talking about. They had had no English boy come in and they had no idea what was going on. Brackets, there was limited English as well to add to the confusion of the issue. The boys started to panic and decided to show Joe's picture to the staff instead. One nurse recognised him, but told the boys that he was not English, he was French, and that he had been transferred to a different hospital. What? The boys got back in the taxi and went to this next hospital, which was a psychiatric hospital. (gasps) They tried the same tactic here, and eventually someone was able to locate Joe, who appeared wearing clogs, suit trousers, and a t-shirt, and was walking oddly, but otherwise relatively unharmed. Um... I'm so confused by it this It turns story. out that in Joe's drunken state, he had decided that upon arrival at the hospital, he should pretend to be French and give himself the name Jean-Claude so as not to get in trouble with the police, three, exclam- uh, three question marks, which I agree with. He had then proceeded to babble in French. Joe does not speak French. <laughs> and then he wet himself during his MRI, brackets, he actually fra- fractured his lumbar spine, like the bottom of your back. Uh, this had led to the hospital staff to believe that he was mentally unstable and he'd been transferred to the psychiatric hospital where he had spent the night. He had spent the night restrained to a bed in a room with three others, one of whom screamed non-stop for the entire night and the other who continuously played ping pong with his mouth all night. Oh, no. That with your tongue. Um, He had sobered up very quickly and did not sleep all night. (laughs) There is no satisfying end to the story, only that he didn't die and his spine healed fine. How did all that happen in, like, like a night? Isn't that amazing? So he got to the hospital, pretended he was was hammered, and obviously, I mean, he's obviously a prick, Mm. Uh, but decided to pretend he was French, babbled in French, and the transferred him to I mean, It sounds... Like something I might do. Serves them right. Possibly. <laughs> I mean, you'd shit yourself. Can you imagine if you just oh. put on an act and then all of a sudden they're like, right, wheel them off. You'd God, be t- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the question is, um, what age is too old to be going on lads' holidays? Oh. Uh, thanks, See. please keep me anonymous. Uh, Bra- sorry, this is really good. Age ranges, 22 to 24, and we've been together, her and her boyfriend, 13 months because I know you like some contacts context oh that is i like that actually so what age is too old for lads holidays see right i think there's brackets here yeah i think there's young yeah when you're like 18 to 30 let's say Uh uh-huh and then i think there's a little gap and then i think you can go again (laughs) when you're kid when you're a bit older because usually the 30 it's like kids marriage blah blah like this is just you know this is your idea my idea of what it is and then once you have the kit but then again stag do's are mental now because like you and your mates now are old and you have kids and stuff and you go a bit crazy on stag do's yeah but then i think there is a bit when you get older like i plan yeah one thing i'm really looking forward to being like 50 Who says that? No. I'm really looking forward to being 50. No, wait, okay. 51, I'll be devastated. Well, let's see. Hang on, how old's Robin? Okay. No, 50. I'll be 50 when he's like... Oh, here we go. Here we go. I don't know. Anyway, I'm looking forward to going 
on girls' holidays when my children are grown up and I can just get shit-faced, not have to worry about ringing anyone, check on anyone or anything Jesus. like that. I'm going to go mental. So that's what I'm looking forward to. That is the maddest, weirdest thing. That is, well, one, you can't call it girls' holiday when you're 50. I won't allow that. Oh, I will. <laughs> and you know what I'll be like? I'll be like, Chris, come drop off on my girls' holiday. And oh, we'll be we'll God. be in the little minibus singing songs and you'll be there. And Why I'll be I... like, hey, get that drinks. Journey Why juice. I... Journey juice. Why am I driving a minibus in this song? You're driving <laughs> We're in the minibus <laughs> to the I'm airport. Why am I suddenly, I'm 50 and I've got a fucking minibus. What's happened? You're giving out the cock rings. <laughs> Cock ring, cock straws oh, at the door. <laughs> We're all very excited. We've all had rattans done. Awful. It's going to be mental. I don't think, uh, I think you can go on a lad's holiday or a girl's holiday indeed. Uh, at any time. I think you're never too. I love a stag do of mixed holiday, of mixed ages. And a, a, a hen do as well of mixed ages. I think so everyone brings something to the table. I think you can go at any age at all. Your dad still has not stopped talking about my stag do. Oh my, I know. How much he loved it. Oh, I know. Babadoo, 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 ba. Here's a little one. Hi, Chris and Rosie. I seem to have had many tragic encounters with the opposite sex, but according to my friends, this is one of their favourites. I always love these ones. (laughs) I was on my way home from a night out and decided to message the boy I had been speaking to um, and to see if he was still up and if I could stay at his. For future context, this all happened at around 3 a.m. Oh, the old uh, drunken booty call on the way home. Oh, booty call. I didn't pull tonight, so you have won the consolation prize for waking your family up. He said it was fine, so I hopped in a cab and went to his. However, as I was quite drunk and it was dark, I couldn't remember which house was his. Great. I stood in his road and told him to come outside. And when I saw him, I began to walk towards the house. As I got to his front drive, a car stopped next to me and the window rolled down. A woman was driving and asked me if I was okay. I was a bit confused, so I was like, yeah, you? (laughs) She replied, yes, I'm fine. Can I get onto my drive, please? (laughs) (laughs) oh that's horrible in this moment i felt like sprinting in the opposite direction but it was too late i had to style it out me and this boy's mum proceeded to walk down his front drive together to greet him while he was standing there looking like he was about to throw up i then had to stand on his doorstep and have an in-depth conversation with this woman about how i knew her son brackets not very well might i add she seemed satisfied with the utter bullshit that I let left my mouth, shook my hand, Jesus. and invited me in. At three in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Really lovely to meet you. Glad we had this chat. Now, do you want to come in and fuck me, son? Good. <laughs> oh, Grace. Ew. Um, that's, oh, I think that's hilarious. I love that you let her in, though. That's yeah. nice. Oh, that's, oh, fuck all this to come. I know, but she couldn't have sent, she couldn't have sent her home. No, not do you know what I mean? Morning, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. What? What's your fe- thoughts and feelings? Where the man been? She must she have been out on the work. piss as well. She was driving. Oh, she might have been coming home from oh, night okay. shift or something. Oh yeah, maybe then. Wow. What's your thoughts? Bear in mind that we have a child, which one day will be older. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do when he's got a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, and they come and stay over? Are you gonna be strict with separate rooms, or are you gonna? Let it depends them on the age. The I'm, same room. I'm just gonna go. Don't let us fucking hear you. 
I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have I've already thought about this. I'm gonna have a conversation with him when he's a bit older. Mm-hmm. You know, when I think he might be sort of at the age of exploring stuff and watching yeah. a bit of porn. That I'm just gonna go. Don't let me or your mum catch you. Yeah, we just could put a lock on his door. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I just but, go, don't let us catch you, wank. Please, I don't want that in my life. No. Don't ever let us catch you. But, don't let your mum catch you. Oh, God, no. And when people come around, just be quiet. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. See, I think if you if you are really strict as a parent and you go, not in my, not under my roof, oh, in yeah. separate bedrooms and spare room and all that shit, I think that your, your child will go out and be worse. Yeah, you send them the other way. Yeah. Someone will end up bloody drawing them on Pornhub while they've got a massive knob in their hand. Well, exactly. My Growing up, my mum and dad were always quite lax. Mm-hmm. Not, I think my mum was very much of the, I would rather you were just in my house so I knew where you were yeah. and what was going on type thing. So I think I would be like that. Yeah. I mean, I... D- I'd have still probably sent that lass home if she was like, yeah, are you all right? Yeah, you. I'd be like, well, you're not fucking coming in. <laughs> Ring your taxi, you cheeky bitch. Drop me off. <laughs> You've got off. three minutes, guys. I'll drop me off and in I'm a drop- field. Oh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Bless her. Babadoo, 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 ba. Options for the next question. Wonderful. Sex, crisps, or nails? <sighs> nails. Okay. Just because we've got previous. Right. Dear Rosie and Chris, like so many of your followers, I've been meaning to write in for a while, but now that we're living in a dick storm with with only toilet paper and Tiger Kings for comfort, I felt it was time to email in. Dick storm's great. I do like a dick storm. Great. Sounds like a weatherman. It sounds like a porn name you'd give a weatherman. Coming from the West, we have the dick storm. Dick storm. Of the century. Hi, I'm Dick Storm. (laughs) Or like a porn name. Yeah, that's what oh, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Dick, that's good. Yeah. What would be your porn name? Oh, I don't know. You've got to do that stupid thing where you've got to pick your first pet's name. But my first pet was a hamster called Henrietta. Mm. So I always sound weird. <laughs> that would be a bit I think sad. I think, it's the, I think it's the name of the first place you lived and your pet's first name. So mine would be Henrietta Mitchell. Well, that's not true. I would have that. Yeah. I have listened to your podcast since the beginning. And as weird and creepy as it sounds, you and Chris often remind me of me. And my husband. Bollocks. We so, are original. You're full of it. Don't be nasty. Now, I have so many things I could tell you about. The time I met my mother-in-law and she asked me whether I, quote, practice anal sex. Don't you dare tell me she's just written that as a little thing. And yeah, no, not... no. I'm setting the tone for this email. This email is grim as So she's shit. not going into detail about that no, thing? No, no. She's oh, just said, yeah. Oh, no. The time my husband woke me up in the night to come and see the unusual log shape of his midnight poo. Yes, he poos in the night. Horrible. Ridiculous. How he used to hide pepperoni under my pillow when we first started dating so he could snack in the night whilst I was sleeping. Or the time I was so annoyed at him during an argument and he was being such a see you next Tuesday. Oh god, this is grim. Right. That I pulled out my pubes, ta- tampon ta- that had been in for at least five hours, and threw it at him. No way! There is no way that's nah. Chris, this no. isn't even the. Who beginning. is this person? We I, need to report this person. Do you know what's awful? I wasn't going to read that out, but I forgot to delete it. So she. So, so we are getting we are getting a story that is none of these things that she's yeah. just glossed over. Yep, 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 yep. Are you ready? 
No, I'm not ready. Okay. I need to discuss the last bit. So they were once having an argument and yeah. she was so angry at him, she pulled out a tampon and threw yeah. it at him. That's the worst thing I have ever heard. That is chemical warfare. Yeah, Chris, it, it, it's, it depends what you see is worse. But the big bulk, oh, if you'd God. let me carry on, I will get to sorry. the the big I'm, bulk I, of I'm this sorry, story. I couldn't have the listeners thinking, oh, he just, he just accepted that. Well, <laughs> he got his revenge. <gasps> now, I know by this point... Chris is probably saying we deserve to be in prison and we're minging. Chuck the words right on my mouth. <laughs> we are. And many of our friends often quote that we are so perfect for each other because we are equally disgusting. However, I think he is worse than me and here is why. Bear in mind, this is the woman who threw her tampon. Uh, oh, us. it's gonna, this is going to have to be good. Like, okay. I am honestly, I'm picking your cells for you right now in prison. Time to bring back nail stories to the podcast. Guess who's back? Back again. Nailey's back. <laughs> Tell her friend. friend. This just wrote this. So right. that was, that was Still weird. here. Are you ready? No. My husband used to play semi-professional rugby when he was younger. As a result, his feet are a disaster. And can I just say as a caveat, rugby players are disgusting. They drink each other's piss and all that. They love a bit of that. They're not bothered about bodily functions. This is good. I, I, just I wanted, that's not all rugby players, I'm by scared. the way. Now it is. You're minging all you. <laughs> His toes have been broken so many times that his nails actually grow sideways and are so thick that nail clippers just bounce off. Oh! Over the years, he decided the only way around this is to cut his toenails with a kitchen knife. Not on your life, mate. The I've... first time I saw him do it, I lost my shit. Can I just say, it's yeah. like he lives in opposite land from my mate who cuts a pizza with scissors. <laughs> Okay. Um, First time I saw him do it, I lost my shit. But there is more. I soon discovered that he liked to keep his toenails in a small collection in his drawer, as he sometimes would like to pull them out and use them to scratch his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Scratch his teeth! But that's what the toenail murderer used to do. Chris, you can't remember the toenail murderer, can you? Yeah, yeah, the guy on the tube. Yeah, yeah, He used to use it as a flossing device. Yeah, but why she said scratch his teeth? How can you scratch your teeth? I'm guessing by the sounds of them picking his plaque off his teeth. Mm. Oh my god, oh, so he scrapes them against his uh, teeth. This is If you're cutting your toenails with a kitchen knife, you're not brushing your I'm teeth. I'm actually I don't know if you're able to hear it slightly on the podcast, but I'm like I'm like vigorously moving my arms like a little bird trying to flap to try and but can we just take a second to visually how the fuck do you cut your toenails with a kitchen knife? How's that possible? Oh it's I don't know, but they must be that bad that he's having to saw through yeah. them. Oh god. Are you ready? No. I told him quite rightly that this was feral and he should throw them away. But he genuinely got annoyed at me and so, in the spirit of compromise, I let it go. (laughs) I was playing the long game. (laughs) Some people just... Fast forward in our relationship, we're engaged. Uh, I propose, by the way. She proposed. Oh, God, love. Have some (laughs) (laughs) self-respect. Fuck me. (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of men out there who would love you to throw your used hammer at them. Honestly, I mean, we've talked about this before, the people who just stay with people through thick and thin, but (laughs) there's a level. So I proposed. Just after he'd cut his nails. (laughs) 
I thought, oh, that is the man that I want to be with for the rest of my life. Okay. We're lying in bed one night. I'm drifting off and I feel a scratch on my cheek. No. I swat it away, not really thinking about it as I'm cosy and drifting off. But it comes back. Eventually, I roll over and find my fiancé pissing his pants laughing, having pulled out the biggest, brownest, old toenail and was scratching my face with it. That is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. I don't need to tell you my reaction. Yeah. She was raging, I'm guessing. Unfortunately, this soon became a regular game of nearly. Nearly? (laughs) Which was very much a one-player game that he reveled playing and I hated. However much we beefed about it, the nail would always reappear at some point during the night time and wake me up with scratching. No way, man. Fast forward to our wedding. I'm giving a speech because F the patriarchy. Good for you. Yes. The time is ripe for revenge. I proceed to tell over 100 of our closest friends and family about the game of Nailey and how it has haunted me during our relationship. Needless to say, despite them all knowing many gross stories from him over the years, and there was a lot of them, no one could quite believe that he would do this. All those times I had been scratched by a monstrosity of a nail became worth it when I saw his mum give him the stare of disappointment (laughs) that only mums can do. And he had to hang his head in shame in front of everybody. We've been married almost two years now and thankfully all nails now go in the bin. I gave him a set of super industrial nail clippers. Brilliant. However, I immortalised nearly for him. Now, you can't see this listener. But she has sent a picture. Oh, for f- no, there, I in can't. their house, there is a photo frame. I can't look. I'm not. I don't even want to turn my head. The nail is framed, and it says underneath, "Nearly." I haven't turned my head yet. Have a look. I'm still looking at look you. Look at that big nail in the photo frame. Oh my god! In oh house. my god! That is massive. <laughs> that is madness. So, that's disgusting. That's in their house. You're gonna have to put that on Insta now. Like people oh, who it's in their bedroom. It's Shut in, up! This now hangs up in our bedroom. We have had an email here <laughs> from the twits. These people are the twits. These are the <laughs> grossest people. Where's their email address? I'm, gonna, I'm reporting them oh, to someone. Oh, gosh. Horrendous. Yeah, and can I just say, he should have stood up and said, yeah, well, she wants to do a tampon at us. I would have done that in the in the, in the wedding. I'd have said she wants pulled what do you think's like worse? a hand grenade. What do you think's worse? The tampon thing. By a mile. I but that's they're both well. disgusting. They're both utterly disgusting. Where did that tampon land? Where did it land? I don't know. Did it hit him? Did it go on the floor? Who cleaned it up? Hope it hit the wall. It splat everywhere. They, they, they both, you deserve each other, but you both deserve to live in the sea. Yeah. Well, Animals. at least, hey, they're well matched. Yeah, and the sea would actually, if they lived in the sea, it would soften his toenails right up. They'd come straight off, probably with a butter knife. Hey, well, there you go. I would suggest for that, maybe he's just having a really hot bath. Before you, I always cut my nails after a bath. I doubt these bathe. Yeah, I doubt they've got a bath. (laughs) It's probably, to be fair, it's probably filled with used tampons like that woman off the week before. (laughs) Whenever she's going to throw one, I just stand in front of the bath and it lands in there. (laughs) Horrors. It's time for this week's celebrity question. Celebrity question. Yes, uh, a special one this week. We are joined by the stars of Apple TV Plus's Trying, uh, Rafe Spall and Esther Smith. Hello. 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 Hello there. How are you? (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this week's Shag Moment We are delighted to have you guys chatting with us. Yeah, you're, um, you're lucky because like, we had so much on. We've got yeah, so exactly. Much on at the <laughs> Sorry to so interrupt good. your hectic schedule. Yeah, guys. right. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a question for us? Our joint question is: How did you know you were ready to have kids? Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. How that's did a good you know question. we were ready to have kids? Uh, personally, I knew because uh, you told us I was ready. <laughs> yeah. You told us it was time. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I was informed. We got married, and then I read somewhere that the next step was to have children. So and thought, well, that. why not? Did you ever feel ready though? Did you you wanted kids from from the get go? I've always wanted kids, but you kind of. I, I mean, I don't want to say con, but you did genuinely con me into it. I do, I'm going to say con. You con me into it. Con you into having yeah, a child. Yeah, I was That's nice. Very to know. very persuaded. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm all right now. I'm on board. He's all right. Yeah. He's, he's, he's how how long after getting married did you have children? Oh mate. We we were really fast. We were six months. We were married for six months, and then I got pregnant. It was a bit. It was a bit accidental, to be well, honest. We were together for six months. I proposed after six months. We got married a year after that, and then yeah, pregnant six months after that. Go hard or go home. Are oh. either of you guys married? I'm not. I'm not married. No. I am married, and I have three children. Three, three children. What ages? Uh, I don't. I don't ask. Um, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that involved, really. Uh, I let them get on with it. Um, they get, they get, they get sort of. I, I have an audience with them every evening for half hour. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, right? I'm going to break the fourth wall here. We uh, we're going to do this on some kind of internet audio, but we're doing it on a Zoom so we can see Ray Finesta. You're glowing, love. You're glowing. I didn't want to say it at the beginning because it sounded creepy, but I swear to God, it's like a L'Oreal advert or something yeah, going on. You in look here. amazing. You look like Mother Nature. I know. I feel that's uh, some of baths, some of luxuriating. <laughs> You're not married. You, you're living without kids during lockdown. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well. Yes. Right. They, uh, now they, let's talk to a man. I know. Who's <laughs> got three kids? I know. Well, actually, in terms of my lockdown, I'm actually doing this live from a Weatherspoons, which is still open. I'm, I'm having a. <laughs> Where it's is at, this? It is absolutely dude. Let me tell there you. will be a riot. There'll be a riot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's full on, isn't it? You know what it's like. I mean, yeah. it's. Um, so your kid's what, six, five? He's four. Four, that's a cute age. I've got one of those as well. They're nice. It, it's, uh, because they're sort of humans now, aren't they? We're going, going towards something um, resembling a human. They, yes. they can understand a bit of reason, whereas for a long time they have, they're, they're full of will with no reason. Yeah, right? Exactly. So, so, you, so it's nice when you can get to the cornerstone of parenting, which is bribery, which is if you, go, if you just don't do that, you'll get a biscuit. This sounds that's so like to me, though. Wow. That's, like, that's how I was with you when we filmed the show, wasn't it? Yeah. If you don't do that, you'll get a biscuit. <laughs> it's good as gold. Good as gold. Did you, uh, did you enjoy filming the show together? Loved it. Yeah. yeah it was our best time ever, wasn't it? You really loved it, yeah. It was yeah, such a joy to be doing it. Um, does it feel like, because that was literally this time last year, really, we were doing that, but it feels like a lifetime ago now. Um, well, What's really strange, um, and I've n- I never thought I would ever get a chance to do this, but um, I auditioned for Rafe's part, for the part of that guy, ages ago. Oh, ages, no. ages. And uh, honestly, right, I, I went, I did the audition, and I remember thinking, I said to the guy, the writer was, at, um, he'd, he'd, he'd started stand-up in Manchester years ago. Yeah, that's right. And I remember, I read for the part, and I read the different scenes, and I, I, knew, I knew I hadn't got it, but I left and I thought, I, I really can't wait to watch that. And then when we got told we were going to be doing this, I was so excited. So I can't wait to see it. So it looks amazing. And I, it would have been a travesty if I'd got it instead of you, dude. It would have been an absolute travesty. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have given up. 
I'd have seen that as a clear, I'd have seen that as a clear sign that I needed to pursue another career. Podcast. <laughs> Just quickly, um, so trying is all about you guys as a couple trying to get pregnant together. Um, I love the bit, uh, Esther, when you throw the guys phone in the lake. Yeah. Do you, I think the reason I liked it the most, I have got a friend, a couple, who tried, like you guys are in the show, for a baby for so long, then they ended up having IVF. And, and the story she's told me, that situation is not far off how she handled the situation as well. So I was wondering, did you guys know anyone who struggled to conceive? And did you kind of take that into the acting process of the show. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I feel like it's something not be, not really spoken about. People don't tend to... But when you do start talking about it, then you do actually realise the amount of people that have actually gone through those struggles. Oh, yeah. Who are yeah. trying or have had miscarriages or, you know, all, all of those kind of things. And um, I don't know whether I use those experiences to do this. I think mm-hmm. that, you know, because it's very... This is a very specific story, very specific character. I think every story, every person's story is different. Yeah. And also the script was so uh, brilliantly written. It kind of had everything there. Um, just kind of followed that rule book, really. I definitely knew people who struggled to conceive. And you, and you do bear it in mind when you go into doing something. But I think even though this is a show which is about a couple trying to conceive, I think even if, even if you're watching this and you, 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 you don't know what that's like, I think we all get to a point in our, in our early 30s when we feel like something's missing. Now, that might be a kid, it might be um, uh, a career, job, following your dreams, whatever it is. I think that's identifiable to everyone, really. Yeah. So even though adoption is, it is potentially quite esoteric, I think we all know what it's like to feel like something's missing and to feel like we're trying, as it were, to get better, trying to improve, trying to push things forward. And I think that's really identifiable. And it hits you all of a sudden, doesn't it? After 30, it's like, vroom. Mm. Like, there's even times when I look at our son and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm like really massively responsible for you day to day. Yeah, but you know what though? You, you, so for the, for the last four years, you just kept him alive, yeah? Like basically, you, you, you keep him alive, yeah? You stop him from dying, right? But now, which is even more terrifying, you've got a responsibility to turn out a good person. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a bit in one of my old stand-up shows and it was, uh, don't, don't create a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the aim of the game. Dickhead, yeah. the, oh, there's God. too many of them in the world. So already. much pressure. <laughs> Do you reckon, like, if you're a dickhead, how many times you go, shit, am I a dickhead? <laughs> I, d- I don't think oh, dickheads no. know. I don't oh, think no. they know. No. I, don't no. think, I don't think full time dickheads know. That's scary, though, because then if none of us think we're dickheads, does that mean we're dickheads? I think the fact that you've asked that means you're I mean, not a dickhead. Yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings. You, you're the one who doesn't want it, so you are the one that's worthy. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Such a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Lovely to meet you both, and take care. Lovely chatting you. Bye. Bye. Absolute pleasure talking to those guys. Thank you so much. You can watch Trying Now on Apple TV+. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this week's Shag Maradinoi, which is part of the ACAST Creator Network. We hope you're safe, we hope you're well, and we're just sending you lots of virtual love. Yes, indeed. Stay safe and all of that stuff. Thank you so much for listening. It's shagmaradinoid at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Please like, please rate, subscribe, all of that stuff. Leave a lovely little review on your little podcast app for us. That would be fantastic. And we'll, we won't see you next week, but you know, you know. They might not. No, we will. Well, now they might not come we'll back. We'll be in years next week. Mm, maybe, though. But.
be on your cheeks like a little brown toy. <laughs> hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.